Hey there, I'm the Accidental Monster. And I'm Eternally Mortal. And this is the Hidden Egg Podcast, where we talk about vulnerability. <laughs> so we got some some comments. We're gonna we're gonna do those again from last week. Yep, absolutely. And uh, welcome back, everybody, or welcome for the first time if you're here new. Um, but yeah, our first comment was from a uh, longtime commenter, Sierra Lane. What a friend. We're always good to see. Always good to see you, buddy. And uh, another epic comment. And uh, um, you were you were quite taken by some of the things in here, like uh, the the this part down here about the selfishness. Oh wanting. yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I actually was kind of blo- I didn't know if I was going to say anything about this, but I was really kind of blown away by Sierra and willingly being able like i wish i could openly and freely say that i want what i write to matter to the reader like i have some sort of blockage in my head that makes it to where that's difficult like i feel like i'm taking away the the reader's free will which is silly and not healthy (laughs) yeah and we were actually talking about uh before we even got into the discord which by the way if you want to hear us doing this live um check out the discord i'll put the link in the description we were talking about how wanting something doesn't necessarily mean that you either expect it or demand it or force it to happen you can want something and still be open to other possibilities still even be happy about other possibilities yes and it's true and um my uh, weird little unhealthy voice in my head doesn't necessarily agree, but the rest of me does. So and I get it. as much as I love you, and I'm sorry if this this hurts for me to say, I feel that that is because the voice inside of you is a little bit stunted. You left your emotions behind in childhood and shoved them to the side to the to the extent that you just didn't deal with them. Sure, sure. And sure. so they never really grew up yeah. with you. You're coming back to them, and they're still left behind in whatever state that you left them in. And so they're going to have a bit of childishness attached to them. Sure. Which is kind of cool, because, you know, you're 41. So to have a little bit of your child self still kind of attached is, at this age is kind of cool, in a way. Cause yeah. You can still be a little youthful. I'm also hoping that this means I get to live to be like three or 400. <laughs> That'd be super cool. Yeah, I guess we'll see on that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, thanks, um, Sierra. Thank we you, Sierra. That was that was definitely one of those uh, thought-provoking comments. Epic comment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we had uh, a little comment from um, from you, good. A nice, beautiful comment from you, good, who's with us, actually hanging out, listening now. Um. And. Yay, yeah. Discord. And talking about uh, getting lost in the cracks of details about stories, I totally understand that as well. Sometimes I fall into those that as well. It's not all the time for me. Sometimes it's just the I don't feel like I'm allowed to, but I do also fall into those cracks. And a writing buddy is a great suggestion. And I don't I don't know if uh, if you good was able to read my response yet because I did it just before we started this. So probably not. I'm so bad. So probably not. <laughs> But um, I, I had this same problem with what now is becoming the Void Wizard story. Mm. Like, you watched me for over a decade, for mm. almost two decades, just kind of, like, keep compiling all of this information in world building. And, like, there were so many, like, I, I thought, you know, hey, maybe I'll start here in this really simple element of the world that doesn't even matter to the main storyline. And even from that it just exploded into way too many di- directions. Yes, because when you overthink too much about the lore and the world, pricking any part of that bubble just, it just seems bleeds. like an explosion. Yes. Or bleeds. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and now, once I finally saw, like, I don't, re- I don't even know how I did it. I don't know what happened, but one somehow I was able to see the core purpose of the story like the whole reason why my brain keeps telling me it needs to happen Mm -hmm. and once i found that that core that 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 element that no matter what the story is on the outside this is the part 
that needs to be told. The rest of it was superfluous. The rest of it was like, well, I just need to tell as much of that as necessary to get across that core element because every story that I create is going to have that, that core element because that's that's my that's my gift, I guess. And I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but I am kind of your writing buddy for that yeah, story. You are. And a, a big part of what I've been helping with actually is that occasionally you will get hung up on details yes. on trying to build out the world so much more than currently needs to for the reader's benefit and helping you to stay focused on that. And I think that yeah. having somebody that didn't create the story, that didn't ha have every single moment and element in their mind of the story at some point, that is just coming to it from the outside, is super helpful at being able to focus in on those details. Even if the buddy is somebody that also gets really, really deep and invested in details. Yeah, oh yeah, you definitely third, do. Being a third person outside of it gives you kind of a bit of a buff. Yeah, and the, but then again, I should probably also mention that doing that, we have, like the last time uh, we're, we're working on chapter seven, and the last time we sat down, there was so much lore that I hadn't shared with you. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> that we didn't even get enough flush fleshed out about the, the chapter I was writing, and so now we have to sit down and do a second chapter seven outline discussion. And that's, that's going to happen, you know, because like I, I, we had got to a point where I had to be like, okay, so where are we going next? And then there was an answer to that. And then I was like, but wait, <laughs> I, but why? Wait, what? I need to know this, this, and this. And that's just the way it goes. That, that clicking is. Yeah, I was trying to zoom out, but like, I don't know what happened. It's, <laughs> there we go. I have to do it on the white part. I get it now. Okay. Learning mechanics live. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, so yeah, yeah. Writing buddy definitely helps. And, and finding the, the core element to why your heart wants to write this story. Like what is your muse actually trying to get through? Find right. that, that pure core. Because that's what's really important. All the rest of it you could get lost in for days and weeks and months and years and your lifetime and still never actually be able to, to do that core justice if you don't know what it is. Right, exactly. So, uh, uh, ultimately, good comment. You're good, thank mm -hmm. you. Also a good comment by Jenny Lane. I love the cat cameos. <laughs> Cute. Cute. Love it. Yeah, and because of summer, we'll be keeping the door open. So, um, whenever that old bastard is alive and, and meowing, You'll probably hear it. It's he, just going to happen. He's pretty passed out on the couch right now, so I think we're fine for today. He's in a food coma. Um, and also Jenny wanted me to, to actually flesh out the idea about the fallen angels that I was talking yes. about. Yes. Um, yeah. Hmm. 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 Okay. I'll Seems like you it. don't want to really say much about that. You want to think about it a little I'll bit. I'll think about it. Yeah. Um, thank you to Jenny Lane for the healing turtles. I don't I don't understand why turtles are healing, but you know I'm I'm fine with it. Hey, you you get what you get, you know. And uh, <laughs> those turtles are delightful and adorable. So I know I it's just fantastic. so adorable just seeing all these turtles, turtles all the way down. Just a line of turtles. Heck yeah. And then uh, Jenny Lane's last comment was just kind of I don't know, just saying it's important to talk about this. Yeah. Which is, is nice to hear. Yeah, thanks, Jenny. Because sometimes, sometimes I kind of feel like we're just talking about nothing. We are. All <laughs> words are talking about nothing, ultimately. Um, <clears throat> but, well, I mean, that's arguable, but I could argue it. I just probably won't. <laughs> I don't want you to feel bad, anybody. So, that was our comments. Thank you for uh, your engagement and uh, your words. We very much appreciate words around here. Um, so thanks. You're awesome. Okay, I'm gonna bring the Discord over here so you can see stuff. And so today we are talking about financial abuse. That was Jenny Lane's suggestion and I really liked it. It's something that doesn't get talked about very often. And no, I didn't do any additional research. I just didn't didn't want to busy doing other things heck yeah 
but I have not much to, that I know about this topic, so we'll just kind of see how it goes. Well, you know how regular abuse goes, right? Sure. Do you do you understand like the 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 core of what abuse is, like what facilitates like or what abuse? How how you can tell between abuse and something that's just mean? It's not though. It's not subjective. I'd like to know what your definition is. Do you want me to tell you my definition? Sure. First? What's your my definition? My definition is going to be incorrect based on the, the <laughs> objective definition. Potentially. Potentially. Because what I really feel like abuse really is is to take away someone's autonomy. Yes, it's control. The the what what determines what abuse is is whether or not there was an intention to control. And taking away somebody's autonomy is absolutely the same and way. Of, actually, it's a different way of saying the same thing. That's a better way of saying it. An intention to take away someone's yes. autonomy. Like, I want you to do what I want you to do and right. not what you want to Which do. Which is kind of what we were talking about earlier with you having wants. Like, you just immediately decide if it is a want, it's abusive. I do. You actually. do. Like, my brain does say that me wanting something is, if it has something to do with somebody else, it's abusive because that means that what I would prefer would be for them to do something specific instead of whatever they want to do. Right. So somewhere inside your brain, you think, if I want, then I will be intending to take away somebody else's control. Kind of. But that's not really true. Like, you can want things and not take away other people's autonomy. Okay. But that's your journey. I'm working on it. So getting back to the financial abuse part of it, Financial abuse there then is being able to control a person with finances, with money and 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 the different the different opportunities that money affords you. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, one of the one of the ways, one of the major ways that people end up in a financially abusive situation is with um, joint bank accounts that the that one partner isn't allowed to access. Oh. So like both both parties money goes in, mm -hmm. but only one person can take it out. Interesting. How does that happen? Uh I had a friend. You you, you remember her? Um, okay. She had a situation very much like that where she made the money, like she had a job. She was the only she was the only breadwinner, but oh. he was the one that was actually using all the money. He took the money and spent it wherever he wanted to. And then when it was time for her and her child to get food, oh, there wasn't anything left. Yeah. And so she ended up being controlled by him spending all of the money. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, right on. Okay. So that's... That's one of the ways. Another way is um, in them not allowing the other person to even get a job. Which that same friend had a similar problem. But I, I have other friends that have had that, that going on too. Uh, one of my friends, you've met her, that she's she's currently moving yeah, yeah. Um, away from the situation. But she wasn't able to get a job because she was doing things around their house for him that he impressed upon her was you know necessary and she felt that the things she was doing were, were really necessary too but she also wanted to get a job and so they would argue for years about her wanting to make money and him not giving her any of his money that he was making that she was actually helping him make mm. by doing things you know for him and it became a, a, a such a big deal that like at a certain point she was just like I'm just gonna go I'm just I'm I'm going out like I'm getting myself a job she started doing like dog walking and stuff mm. but it really limited her ability to do things she couldn't because she couldn't pay for things right to the extent where like her her family like parents and stuff they they needed help financially and she wanted to help financially and she was like I don't have any money to help. I feel like I should have money to help. Like I would, if I were on my own, I would have money to help. But because I'm in this situation with this man that he has lots of money, but doesn't want to allow me to use any of it. I have no money to help my family. 
and and that became a very difficult situation. So it's like the complete opposite of those asshole dudes that are like, if you're gonna get married, make sure you get a prenup. Don't let your woman have your yes. money. So like, well, not really the opposite. Well, it's it, sort of a source. It, that is the source of that, yeah. yeah. But like, those dudes have this whole story about how women are always trying to get your money, and this person you're talking about was not, was completely, no, totally just like in it for the guy and like at the at a certain point where her family needed money she was like i don't even have an option here didn't press him right well here's the thing here's the thing and this is how people get into that specific situation at the beginning of their relationship he made it because he has lots of money he's he's not hurting for money and he saw her struggling with finances and everything and he was like come live with me and and I'll take care of you. See, okay. But then when she was actually in the situation, he didn't take care of her. No, no. He did the exact opposite thing that I did. Yeah. Because, like... Yeah, you are, like, the anti... I, I sometimes worry that I'm financially abusing you. I... <laughs> well, shit, who knows? I don't know. But you have autonomy. At any point, you can <clears throat> you could decide not to do it. So I, I feel like... I feel like we're just kind of riding this weird line of, of being on the mirror side of it. Sure. But, like, when you look at someone and you're like, come, I'll take care of you, that does not mean you are inher you are getting yourself a slave. This does not mean that you are taking somebody and making it, well, well, since I'm taking care of them financially, I'm giving them the things that are required for human existence, then that means they do everything that I want them to do, or whatever I don't want them to do, they're not allowed to do. No, that's not what that means, bro. Sorry. Uh, humans have autonomy all the fucking time, and you don't ever get to take anybody's. Yeah, well, the thing, the place where he felt right was that it was his money, and he didn't want her spending it on what he considered to be frivolous things we're gonna get we're gonna get i had a rant that i recorded in my car about so about socialism <laughs> we're gonna get there but see that that same that same perspective of i don't want i, I don't want the my, my my wife my girlfriend whatever to spend my money on stupid shit that's the same mentality of trying to get the prenup so that the woman doesn't steal all your money. Yeah, I know. That's I don't ridiculous. know that there's all that many situations where a woman is actually trying to take their money. Well, there are... I mean, um, I know it happens. There's a whole culture of it. Like, there's a whole culture of women that, that look for a quote-unquote high-value man. I know that it happens. I don't think that the instance of it happening is nearly as high as the fear no. in men of it happening to them. No. Not at all. It is very, very, it is like 0.0001% of what the fear is. It's basically like how people are afraid that there's trans people winning trophies in sports. There's like four. <laughs> right. Right. There's probably, there's maybe like a thousand women in the entire U.S. that are just trying to get that dollar. Not I mean, yeah, that. gold diggers definitely happen. But... They that is its there, own kind also. of abuse. I mean, let's let's talk about that. That's a financial abuse as well. That's somebody parasitically taking the money from you. Sure, yeah. And taking your opportunities, taking your autonomy with it. As a as as a man in that situation, your autonomy is still somewhat intact in being able to cut them off. Now if if they do like for instance, if they do like an Amber Heard sort of thing mm -hmm. that's where it gets kind of tricky because like a woman can build this case around you sometimes literally a case but sometimes just with your friends and family that that they make everybody around you believe that you're a terrible person so that if you don't give her your money then oh yeah i was a little worried about that but we were on a roll so i'm gonna necessarily like break up the for some reason, Discord's not picking up our audio, but we are being huh. recorded on Audacity. We are being recorded on Audacity. That's true. Voice and video. Uh, oh. The input device. Output device. I don't know. Input device is the mic. And, um, excuse us, uh, 
podcast members? I don't know why, but it just, like, disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that we got it kind of resolved now. Um, so anybody listening live should be able to hear it, maybe, hopefully. Maybe not. Are we good? No, I don't. Our little box would blink if it was picking up audio, so. Why did it? Can you mute, unmute, maybe? No, not disconnect. Or maybe disconnect. How about now? No. The, the, there's a green, again, sorry, podcasters. I was saying it because I needed to know if it was going to do that. So I check it, and it, it plays, it does the, the test. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, it doesn't, it's not doing it. Yeah, in the call. In the call. I don't know how to fix that. Yeah, we'll have to just have to fix it next time. And now it's gone. Now what's gone? You don't hear the, the closing noise? I heard a noise, but we're still in the call. Yeah, but that's the noise where the sound stops. Like, oh. There's the, there's the noise there's that goes, and it's like, that's when you know you're recording, mm -hmm. or that you're being heard, mm -hmm. and then it goes, I gotcha. Yeah. I'm a little uncomfortable about talking all about all this during the podcast, that's all. Okay. But, you know, it is what it is. We'll just have to fix it for next time. Well, that's sad, because you good was there and everything. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's a scuffed podcast. This can't work until it works. Yeah. And it will work in the future. That's true. So anyway, what, were, what, what was I talking about? I was talking about Amber Heard. That's what I was talking about. Um, I, I should let her know. <laughs> so yeah, Amber Heard. I should have been talking during that. Man, we suck at this. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, Amber Heard. So uh, like, so like, a, the the woman can make it seem like you're a terrible person, and thus force you to relinquish your finances well it's a force and only only in such a way that that's like part of the emotional abuse there too like right, you have to right, include right. the emotional abuse in there um yeah uh well like in 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 johnny depp's situation like it literally did force him to give her money yeah and also took away his opportunity to can to gain more because like he was dropped by Disney because they thought they were like, well, he's a woman abuser, so we can't have that. He was dropped, but like he, he couldn't get a job. Yeah, I know. I'm sure that that's over now, right? He's fine. I heard he's supposed to be in a, a new uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, that'll be fine. He'll be so fine. So I think he will be able to recover from it. But when he went to the to that last trial, he was very clear about like it's not even about his career. He has plenty of money to survive yeah. for the rest of his life. It it has nothing to do with whether or not he could get a job. It's the fact that she smeared his. He's, she smeared his 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 not perspective his name his character yeah. so bad that even his children hate him they really believed her yes Did everybody he believed it? her because we have we live in a we live in a society where we are telling people we have to believe the woman no matter what and while I'm not saying that we shouldn't believe the women because 99% of the time that's what we need to do there is always that one percent of the time or less that an amber heard is born and is actually destroying somebody who wasn't really to like i've, I've watched those videos i watched the videos that they used in the trial and from what i know of abuse where i've seen it from all different kinds of angles and i'm not a professional i'll grant you that um, what Johnny Depp was going through was not abuse. He was going through grief and he was doing so abusively, not going to lie. There was definitely some abusive behavior, but he wasn't being an abuser. He was grieving about his mother's recent death in the, 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 can the, the videos that they tried to say, mark him as a violent abuser. Mm -hmm. And she was egging him on like an abuser does. She was 
one like abuse abuse 101 she was being abusive to him and he then became abusively self-defensive sure because he was in grief and couldn't think straight which is still not great and it doesn't mean that these are defenses it's not, right i'm not saying that like, it was okay i'm saying that what he did was a normal response to an abnormal situation she was the one that was in control she was the one that pushed his buttons making it happen why else do you think the camera was rolling in the first place yeah but so you know there that 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 was one that I feel like in that case, that was a, like a, a financial abuse that was so, it was insane. Like, because her financial abuse went be, above and beyond the norm of like, just, you know, being able to handle the bank account and the finances. Her financial abuse went into her ability to get jobs because she was trying to use his credibility to get her a position and then smeared his name to come out even higher because then she was an abuse victim, which gives her more clout, which got her more jobs because she was more seen. I sh I'm struggling, struggling because I, I don't know, I don't know Amber Heard's motives, but I understand that this was the. Well, I, okay, we can't. I, I can't say for sure that that was her motive, but that was what happened. I understand. So, I can kind of reasonably, from what I've seen, assume that this was an orchestrated plan to use abuse to catapult her career to benefit herself financially. Which, hypothetically, I can see as a possibility. So it is possible that Amber Heard did that. Exactly. Right. I understand. So, so even in, like, no matter how wealthy you are, like, because some of my, like, one of my friends in this situation that I talked about earlier, they were broke. They didn't have a whole lot of money. There wasn't a lot of money there to control, but he was controlling all of it anyway. And then all the way up to Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's a millionaire, like multi-millionaire. Mm. He's got plenty of money. It's not like she was able to take all of his money and make it to where he couldn't survive. Right. But it happens on every level of your finances. It doesn't matter how rich you are, how poor you are. You, it doesn't even really matter if you're a woman or a man. No, both do it, and actually, I think the poorer you are, the more, like, savage it can get sometimes, but maybe yeah. the rich people also get a lot of, let's say, um, strange actors, people that are willing to go to very long lengths yeah, to true. get to that, because, like, I mean, if you look at Britney Spears' life, you can also find the financial abuse there, her father, quote-unquote, her manager, that... Uh, made everything under his name and gave her no autonomy at all for right. a long time. There was a whole free Britney campaign <laughs> that happened. Um, so that's probably the same sort of thing. Yeah, I think that sort of thing happens with singers a lot. Didn't it happen with Mariah Carey? Might have. I also? don't know. And like or Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston was driven to what was it? Suicide or drug? She just died oh, of no, an overdose? Oh no, she died of a cocaine overdose. Yeah. yeah. She could have been driven to the drugs because of that, yeah. for all we know. I, it's hard to, it's hard to uh, say. Some people, especially in that time period, were given drugs to make them pliable. Yeah. To be able to, you know, now you're addicted to something that I can give you anytime I want, so you don't have to do what I want. That's true. Which sucks. That's I don't true. like these episodes on abuse. They make <laughs> me real sad. But abuse is definitely something important to talk about. Well, here's 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 the upside, I guess, to it is that once you realize that that's what's going on, you can start working towards change. Now, the reason why we're doing this podcast on financial abuse is because it's not well known. People don't even think about financial abuse. They they it's so ingrained in some people's minds that well, women are going to spend the money on something stupid, so I have to control everything that the women in those situations don't feel like they're in an abusive situation. They're in a situation where they just have to deal with situation, you know, the thing, circumstances the way they are because of, you know, some bad seeds, that, you know, these bad women that, that made it bad for everybody. Right, this is just society. Right, but it's not. No. And that is the point of this episode. It's not to bring everybody down it's just to show the different ways that it can happen so that you can look at your life dear listener and be like is this happening to me and i just don't know it right absolutely always keep an eye out to see if you're being <laughs> abused definitely a good idea to to keep to heart i'm really sorry that this in doing it it does bring people down but 
once you realize it's happening, and that's the thing, once you realize it's happening, you can do something about it. Like, my friend that, when I was talking to her, I was like, this is abuse. And once she realized that it was abuse, that these were abusive behaviors, she was like, I'm not going to be abused. I'm going to go out and find me a job. I will do what I need to do. I will walk to work if I can't, if, if he won't give me, because he like, he took her car keys Ugh, one day gross. and lost her a dog walking job. Hmm. Like she couldn't go back to it because she didn't have a car and she lost I, I, at least one app- really, really big appointment and couldn't be depended on anymore. Right, absolutely. And that's that's just shit. And so at a certain like she was like I okay, so I can't do that. I can't rely on the car that, you know, he has access to the keys. So I have to buy my own car. So she bought her own car. She got a friend that like gave her a really good deal and she somehow managed to get a little bit of money in her savings account to be able to pay for that. So it's hard, and I'm not saying that it's easy, but there is definitely a way to to climb out of that but you have to know that you're in the hole yeah otherwise yeah. you don't know that there's that you have to find a ladder right to climb out mm-hmm. <laughs> because i'll tell you dear listener um i've been uh sharing my finances with not only tam but also tam's partner for years completely and totally mm-hmm. and uh, i'm still here still kicking they didn't like steal all my money <laughs> Like, pay attention to the people that are out there, and if you find a real, find if you find some real ones, some real friends, some actual true homies, maybe it's okay to share your finances with them. Just saying. I gotta say, sometimes I, I do feel like we steal your money. That's <laughs> <laughs> not really supporting the point very much right I, now. I know. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but I, I don't think abusers feel like they're stealing money, somebody else's money. I feel like they... They believe that money is theirs. Yeah, obviously it's a feeling of entitlement. Yeah. And so, like, me buying some shorts for, like, 20 bucks, I felt like I was stealing 20 bucks from the family account. Oh, I hate that so <laughs> You so deserve shorts, my God. But, you know, we're kind of just barely making ends meet, kind of, almost. So, like, it, it, any... any uh, outside expenditure is going to feel like that a little bit unless you have that little bit of extra to to put into stuff it's it's capitalism also i will say um when ghost came into the picture it was somewhere around like year three or so that we kind of insisted upon you getting your own account because you didn't have one but we we had accounts outside of the family account so that we have like the family account where we can all access that family account as right. need be yeah. for family expenditures. Uh-huh. But we all also have personal accounts that are just ours. Sure. Individually. And I didn't have that until a couple of years and ago. And yeah, you didn't have that until you're three or four into mine and Ghost's relationship. Partially because we needed to budget out where the money was going instead of giving you free access to it, which I feel really bad to. Because you're the one that makes most of the money. <laughs> well, I, I, I do have a spending problem, but like, not, that's, that's not, not it. It's not that you have a spending oh, problem. It's spending that we problem. aren't making enough money to pay all of the bills. Yeah. Because I, because because Ghost and I have anxiety issues that we haven't been able to heal enough to make reliable income. Right. And that's not your fault, and it's not your responsibility. At any point, you could be like, you know what? I'm done being responsible for you. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But in order to make the the finances work, we needed to budget you out a dependable weekly or bi-weekly spending. Not really allowance. Because let's be honest, if you need money above and beyond that, you can always go in there and be like, can we afford me just pulling this out? But we, we, we wanted to make sure that you had a dependable amount of money that you could always spend it without worrying how it affected the rest of the account. Right. From my perspective, that was necessary because, like, I, I just feel more comfortable and safe if I have, like, a little bit that I can spend right. on nothing. Right. Because I, I... You don't have to justify why you're spending it. Yeah. I just need to be able to have it to to waste on fast food or spend on like a movie or go to a bar that doesn't happen so often anymore but you know 
Like, whatever it is I'm going to do, just piss away money. Right. Little bits of money. I think everybody has that. Like, everybody wants to have money that they can just guilt-free spend it Mm. however they want Mm -hmm, without mm -hmm. worrying how it's affecting their financial future or how it's affecting their financial situation in the moment with their family and whatever. But I don't think everybody has that. No. And I think there's a lot of people out there, even now, that they're not in abusive situations at all, but they only allow themselves the one account for everything in their family. Mm-hmm. I would argue maybe an, a separate account just for petty cash, just spending money that you can spend on whatever you want. Maybe, maybe that's worth having a second account. Maybe. I hate capitalism. I don't see how that applies. I understand. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I don't know if it really applies to the financial abuse aspect of the podcast, but if you want me to rant about it for a minute, I will. I mean, you've already started, so you might as well. Let's go there. I wasn't trying to hijack it, but okay. Oh, um, that's fine. I hijacked the beginning. It's your turn. I genuinely feel like there is a way to get to the point to, to advance from where we currently are in society to a point where um, basic needs for the world, for all the people in the world, are satisfied without having a job. And that jobs can then be over and above that. I believe that this is possible. I know that people don't like it. There's a lot of people that are like, nah, nah, we can't do that. That's impossible. And there's a couple different reasons for that. Some people will claim that it's because um, that you should only be compensated for anything if you put in effort, basically. You know? You don't deserve to have money for food and shelter unless you work. Well, more and more, we're starting to be able to have ways to make the jobs that we're used to not be manned by people but be manned by robots, machines, and AI. And so having a job for everybody is silly and archaic, if I'm being honest. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like a, a good a good like switch there could be like are you going to are you removed from the the breeding pool? Because right now we probably need to worry about overpopulation. Mm-hmm. Because, well, with climate change and everything, all that's changing. Even without climate change, we're having trouble feeding everybody with the resources Earth even has. I believe, I'll have to look into the science to be for sure, I believe that it has been proven that the current amount of uh, food production could feed the entire world if it were handled in such a way that it was di- it was. That's not the. Evenly. That's not what I mean. I mean the land itself is not capable of sustaining this level of production of food. I. They they have they okay. have there's this soil expert. I I I know, but he's 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 an expert in soil, and he says that when you farm things, it takes stuff from the soil, and more and more what we're using on the soil also removes things from the soil, like bacteria that are needed for the assimilation of nutrients into the foods that we are eating. Understood. So more and more, as we're farming the same spots, we are taking away our ability to continue to reproduce the food. Uh Uh-huh. There are measures that we can take to make that different. We We can amend it, but we're not really doing that on the whole. So... My point with this is <clears throat> is that there's a lot of different ways that we can see we, we probably don't need to keep making babies at the rate that we're making them. Okay. And I think one way of potentially introducing this wage thing is let people get a, a living wage that are willingly removing themselves from the breeding pool. I hate this so far. <laughs> I don't know why you took my great and pure rant and decided to put it onto this specific issue. But 
I also don't take away from what you're talking about. It is certainly a possible solution and, and idea. I propose that not because it's righteous or good or, or necessary, but because the people who are against the, the living wage idea tend to also be against the wrong people breeding. Okay. God, I hate this. <laughs> And I thought it might be one way to sort of inject it into policies that we can then build on. I understand. And there's also a whole bunch of uh, millennials specifically that I know that um, are total that would totally be on board with like, you mean if I decide that I'm never going to have kids, then I just get enough money to live in my area right. for free. They would be totally down for that. Because they already decided they're right. never going to have kids. Exactly. So I get where you're going with that, and I accept it. And some of those, and those people are viewed by the assholes as being lazy, and would probably want them to be out of the gene pool anyway. But that pisses me off greatly. <laughs> as it should. And I want the fucking awesome, amazing, artistic millennials to produce children. Because I want their amazing, artistic, and beautiful souls to continue in this world. And not the fucking assholes that are making the decisions about who gets what. I don't like them. I don't want that gene in my gene pool anymore. But I also don't want to take out anybody, to be completely honest. Like, I'm not well, really against anybody. Let's, I, let's tie it back to the financial abuse. Because this was actually something I thought about talking about. And I, I wasn't sure if I was going to. But you kind of brought it there, so we're going to do it. I personally believe that the world is financially abusive. The people that have 10% of the world, you know, the 10% of people that have like the 90% of the yeah. world's worth, they are financially abusing the rest of us that are somehow scrambling by on 10% of the wealth. And have been for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Well, I don't know that that's necessarily true. The wealth disparity is definitely extreme now and, and, and has existed in some form for all of time but you know what you know what we were able to do in a lot of those pre like you know pre-industrial ages we were able to fucking farm we're not able to farm anymore the what amount farm? of land that we own is ridiculously small there's no way even on our property which our property isn't huge but like we could probably turn our entire lawn into a farm. Oh, but no, we can't because ordinances say we can't. Uh-huh. Okay. But even if we could, even if we could, that's not going to be enough for us to survive on. We'd still have to go out and purchase more food. Yeah. In times past, people had enough land. They were given shit land. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying they had the best land, but they, were, they had enough land that was unclaimed, that was, like, for the poor people, that they could farm. Well, um, And at least get by on, on something. In interesting. I, I hate to argue with you. I don't know why I would want to. But, like, I don't think that peasants ever owned land. No, but they could get it. Like, they could use it. They, they were use allowed land. to use the land. As long as it was not something that the Lord didn't want on his land, then they were allowed to use it, yeah. Right, well, because the Lord could come by and, and take, you know, whatever they wanted from it, and that, that was what made it applicable. It's where they were allowed to do those things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now we just can't do them at all. It's not about, you know, some Lord coming by and stealing it from us. We aren't allowed to do it at all. Well, well, we'll be fine. If 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 we do it, we no, just if, pay more money. If we if we if we made a, a garden in our front yard, and we refused to to do it, we would be continuously fined. Uh huh. That's it though. A lien put on our house. Which would be and just at a money certain point, I have heard in some places, they actually have people like the police come by and they actually ruin the farm. I would love for us to test this. So I can put that video online. We don't have the money. That's my point. We are financially abused by 
the people in power to the point where we don't have the money to be able to afford to, to test that out. Yeah, I just love your mind because like <laughs> your your ultimate point is 100% accurate. It's just the specific that you choose <laughs> seems very niche to me. And in some parts, I don't fully 100% agree with all of it. But yes, they would lean our house, which is still just money. It's all just money. Well, okay. Well, then there's other angles to the financial abuse of the world, like advertisements. The more money a person has to be able to advertise, the more control they take away from people that they're advertising to. Because it's it's a, because they use psychology, they use psychological marketing to get into your brain in ways that you are mostly unaware of and uh -huh. convince you that you want things that you didn't really want before. They cause problems for you to then purchase their products. Right, okay. I'm not arguing that the world isn't financially abusive. Well, I never said you were arguing. Okay, cool. Excellent. Good to hear. Um, but I think a lot, a lot more people know that advertising is using psychological tactics to get under our skin and make us decide to do things that we don't want to do. Like, I think that that's becoming more and more knowledge, more and more known matter. by people. Which means that there's a lot of people that... I think that's the reason why a lot of people use ad blockers. I don't think as many people use ad blockers as you believe. I think that it's generational. I think that there's a shit ton of people older than us that have never heard of an ad blocker and would never consider it. But that there's also a shit ton of people younger than us that wouldn't even consider not using it. The point remains that obviously it's still working, otherwise those companies would have gone under. That's true. Again, not arguing, right? Are you not arguing? Because I arguing. didn't say that you were arguing, but you sound very much like you're arguing. Am I? But like, what? What is the point that I'm attacking? I don't know. What is the point that you're attacking? I wasn't trying to attack any point. Is the point that I'm making? I, that's... Just, you know, both of our thoughts, both of our thoughts, is all I'm trying to have in here. That's all. Well, my whole point was just to show that uh, financial abuse is actually everywhere. Fucking everywhere. Totally agree. Abuse in general is also everywhere. Sadly, everywhere. Yeah. It's all everywhere. Mm -hmm. we, 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 we definitely all need to be more aware of the abuse that is happening constantly around us all the time. It is relentless. Yeah, it absolutely <clears throat> is. And, and I don't have answers for all of the ways to get out of the abuse because, like, the world's financial abuse, I don't know, man. I, I feel like there's there's no way out of it. The more, money, the more money you make, the closer you get to being, you think that you're getting closer to being out of it. But no, no, there's just more rules up there. You're never going to get to that 1%. You're never going to get there. You're never going to be part of the people who are controlling other people. They, because they are controlling other people to prevent that from happening. Let's put it this way. Do you know Elon Musk, who came, became one of the richest people in the world? I'm, I'm agreeing with you to the to the listener. Didn't he come from a 1% family to begin with? I don't think he did. And I don't think Bezos did either. I don't know, man. Would you know? Would you even know? Well, okay. What I was trying to say... <laughs> which now may be invalid because you might be correct. They maybe did come from 1% family. But what I was trying to say is that these people, these two dudes that are seen as some of the richest, the two of the richest dudes in the entire world are fucking clowns. Every portrayal of them is not as, you know, an intelligent person that is, is, is worthy of ruling us like a Lord or whatever from the past, like the 1% families that have been the 1% families for generations upon generations <laughs> like Rockefeller. that yeah. have been, you know, that came originally from those people that believed they were just better and chosen by God to be better. Those families are still running stuff to this day in a lot of cases, but fucking Bezos and Musk, those are just assholes that got the right choice that made a shit ton of money and they are totally allowed to just portray themselves as these ridiculous idiotic clowns all the time i don't know what i was trying to say oh yeah i don't remember what, what point i was trying to make with that though well i i think the moral of that story is that um at a certain point the desire to accumulate wealth is its own mental illness yeah so socialism let's take let's take wealth out of it entirely 
If only. Give me time. <laughs> I think we're done. I think that's that's the end. Yeah. Well, thank the, you. The, the, the solution to financial abuse is socialism. You heard, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Mort's got you. Don't worry about it. I, I got this. Uh, anyway, um, thank you again so much for hanging out with us and listening to us just bullshit about stuff. It's it's uh, it's it's great that we get um, that we get to do this. I, I really enjoy doing this, even when we do have our slight disagreements or whatever. It's still, it's still fun. fun as hell. Yeah. So. Um, and sorry, you good for the Discord thing. I don't know what's going on. I guess I'm gonna have to do some testing. We'll play with it. We'll figure it out before next week. If yeah. we can remember to do shit before next week right. happens. We'll try to figure it out before next week. And we'll do our best. We'll do our best. Um, and I have no idea what next week's episode is gonna be about. Uh, I don't either. You want to decide that now? Um, I have to pee, but maybe. Um, okay. So you don't want to do abuse because we've done abuse, and so we're gonna. S- I'm sorry, Lorna. A lot of your stuff was based on abuse, so we're 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 gonna have to let that rest at least one episode for a cleansing palette. Um, we kind of did that one. We did absolutely. We did that one. Mm-hmm. I guess voluntary versus involuntary? Did we do? No, I don't think we did. <clears throat> I called that something else. What did I call that? So, voluntary vulnerability versus involuntary vulnerability. So, basically, taking, a, like, forcing people into vulnerable positions. Yeah, that one might need research on it. I we'll don't see. really understand that one as well as some of the other stuff. But we can still muse about it and then talk about socialism. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, once again, thank you for stopping by. Uh, we have some merch. We have a buy me a coffee thing. Feel free to check those out. But if you do, make sure you're taking care of yourself first. Make sure you're taking care of yourself and your loved ones. And if you have extra spend, feel free. Um, and we appreciate it. And uh, I guess that's it, right? Yeah. I'm eternally mortal, and I hope you find smiles this day. And uh, also... Even though we don't have the Discord thing quite figured out with the voice channel thing, we do still have many channels in text chat that we would love to see you in. So um, I'll leave a link in the description for that as well. I am the Accidental Monster, a.k.a. Tam, and you can find us both on medium.com. And uh, until next time, follow yourself, always.